Guess who it is, you guys. Guess who it is. You probably have a good guess. It's Michael, and it's the Gimlet, the Liberty Gypsy, and yours truly from the Loftus Party. We're recording this on Easter Sunday because we're committed to excellence. Damn it. We're committed to excellence. We also stay- stuck at home. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. We, we're committed- we can't we're- go eat with anybody. <laughs> we're committed to excellence. I'm putting a spin on it. I'm putting a spin on it. We got a, We have a, a great show for you again this week. I'm going to give you guys uh, an update on the... I said yes to doing a comedy special at Fox Nation. Uh, that's underway. Uh, just a, one of those stay-at-home ones. One of those stay-at-home ones. So we'll get into that later. Of course, uh, we're going to talk about Verona. Of course, we're going to talk about uh, quarantine. Where, what have we become as a society? Civil liberties, things are going way bonkers out there, and of course we'll be we're gonna we're gonna load you up with some with some stats on uh, the truth of the matter, or as as the truth as it stands now, it seems like it keeps changing every single day. I want to talk a little bit about uh, John Prine later and Space Force, and uh, there's a lot. There's always listen. There's always good stuff out there in the world. There's always good things happening. It's not all gloom and doom. Uh, and uh, I think there's a there's a positive spin to all this. So, without further ado, I think we have to talk about. I always feel like we have to talk about the the elephant in the room, which is the coronavirus and these. I have a herd at this point. It's not just one elephant. Right? You have several elephants. You have there are many. There there's elephants and there's nine hundred pound gorillas. There's everything is in the room. Everything is in the room. I did a video. We'll get in this way. We'll get into it this way for this uh, for our A block here. I did a video uh, about you know our our current state of affairs and and the new normal and some questions that I had. Here's what I didn't know. Here's what I didn't know. This this was uh this was earth shattering to me. The dude who is the uh, the the head of the the WHO, the World Health Organization. That dude is not a doctor. He is. I'm telling you, I am telling you right now. He's a researcher. He's a researcher. He is not a doctor. It is the first time in the history of that organization they have a non-physician as the head of it. Okay, I guess I just assumed because he's referred to as Dr. Tedros, or as I call him, the Shycom's puppet. Um... Oh, and do you want to know? Do you want to know where he was uh, before before this? Uh, he, was he was involved. Head of the Ethiopia Health Ministry, wasn't he? Oh yeah, and uh, the Ethiopia the, the the party that he worked for, the party that he worked for, uh-huh. pretty much pretty much the the People's Liberation Army of China. It's the it's yeah. it's straight up communist, straight. Uh-huh. So that was. I had to laugh at that. I had to laugh at that. But I was joking around. I'm like, well, that explains a lot. <laughs> you know, it explains a lot. Like the, the guy is an absolute. Uh, th- that's why he's like, OK, no, there's no problem here. Ooh, there's a problem. Don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. He flip flops. He's uh, it's just it's just horrible. And then whatever. So people are looking into this guy. And and there's a lot of uh, Bill Gates uh, backlash backlash too. But I think you wanted to chime in on something with uh, with Tedros, whatever the heck his name is from the Who. Well, there was this really. Did you hear that really creepy comment from him? Uh, if you want more body bags, then you politicize this virus. If you don't want more body bags, you won't politicize it. Yeah. You could feel Xi Jinping's hand up the guy's ass and moving his lips. Yes. Yes, that is – this dude, that's a great metaphor really because uh, the guy is like hand in glove uh, with, the, with the Communist Party. This is – I keep thinking about this. This is what I keep wrapping my head around. It's like when we do – completely reopen and, and all that other stuff. And then we'll talk conspiracy theories because that's just fun. Conspiracy theories are fun, you guys. That's why they're popular. That's why there's there's the tinfoil hat thing because you start digging into this stuff and you start like playing detective. I'm like, I'm over here. I'm over here. 
People are sending me stuff. I'm reading it. I'm going full on Sherlock Holmes. I'm going like full on comedian, detective, uh, writer guy. Uh, I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. It's uh, what was I saying? I don't know, but I'm like. <laughs> I'm sorry, there was a huge clap of thunder with, like, a, a like strike of lightning, like, in my backyard. It freaked me out, so I kind of lost my train of thought. That's crazy. I, I, maybe I psychically uh, felt it. Maybe I psychically felt it. Oh, I remember the good Kaboom! news. The good news in all this is, is we will have to stay, make stuff in America now. We will have to have yeah. factories here and, and make penicillin and make certain drugs and do all this stuff. This has really shown... Uh, what many of us have known is like uh, our Achilles uh, heel. So that's that's the, that's the good news in all of this. Um, and Trump was right. Uh, it really was. Really was. Well, and here's my question. Yes. So in one of the pressers not too long ago, Peter Navarro talked about the Buy American order, right? Yeah. And what that is is President Trump was going to sign an order that says the CDC and the Department of Defense and HHS has to buy these particular types of equipment, medications, et cetera, from America, which would mean companies would have to produce it here. That's an executive order that somebody could easily overturn when they come into office, just like President Trump overturned like 150 of Obama's, right? Yes. So now there's something called the Made in America Act in Congress. I have a simple question. Why is that even up for debate and who's going to vote against it? Like, I want names. Yes. Yes. Can we just do a voice vote on this today? Why? Why? (laughs) Why are we not just passing that right on through? Uh, Dig it. Dig it. No, here's where I mean, this is that's a classic case of uh, the devil being in the details. Because I don't. Here's what I don't want to get into. I don't want to get into a fifty thousand dollar toilet seat scenario. That's the because yeah. it's like, and this is where I'm I'm conflicted politically because I am a I'm a small government guy. Keep government out of it. Keep. But however, when it comes to stuff like we need steel, we need to be able to manufacture steel here, uh, so we can defend ourselves. We need to be able to manufacture drugs here so we can heal ourselves and not right. rely on anybody else. But it's like, I just, and you know it's coming. And it won't be in the next five years, but it'll be in the next ten years where, where you'll go like, wow, how come penicillin is uh, $50 a pill? Oh, that's because it's made in America and they and the government has to buy it because there's a law that they have to buy it. So the people who run the factory jack up the prices. I just, I can see those clouds on the horizon. There's and I don't know how you fix it. There's a really interesting lady whose last name I just forgot. Rosemary. Rosemary. I'll find it for you. No, 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 no. She's actually a woman who I've heard interviewed a couple times, and she wrote that book, China Rx. Okay. That actually kind of broke how depend broke the news of exactly how dependent we are on on drug manufacture and base chemical manufacture in China, and what yeah. she's talked about. And what I heard Navarro talk about is because the generic medication industry had such thin margins, even when it was made here, it didn't increase the price because anybody can make it. It's a supply and demand issue, right? Right. So because those margins were so razor thin, those industries did not make the investments into advanced manufacturing and improving productivity that they should have to maintain a competitive advantage. So what both Navarro and this woman are advocating is that there is a public-private partnership, which we've seen through the COVID crisis can work quite well, right? Yes. On bringing those advanced manufacturing techniques into generic pharmaceutical manufacturers so that we can allow those businesses to be profitable and still keep prices low. Well, just with, I mean, this is just me and making, I'm overly simplifying everything, which Mm -hmm. I think is half half of the job of a comedian. But it's like, somebody just has to start. I mean, just just begin. That's how you know. Like, I, 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 it drives me crazy when people are like, "Well, if you look at this, uh, blah blah blah." Just 
freaking begin. And then you'll go, oh, you know what? We should really have this. And then you just start fixing it. I, I mean, you you also want to measure twice and cut once. But uh, begin, begin, begin. Go, go, go. I've, I'm so uh, over uh, the quarantine aspect of it. And we'll get into this uh, a, a little bit as well. Because this, this, I, have I, some I, good news. I have some good news on that. But just before we we kind of finish up the other one, yeah, um, I just want to mention like everybody used to talk about the exponential increase of cases of COVID nineteen. What they forgot is the exponential increase in innovation when Americas are challenged. <laughs> so yeah. we literally, in some states now, have three D printers cranking out the swabs to do testing. Yes. We have 3D printers cranking out masks. It's that, that is uh, uh, wonderful and, and, and fantastic and good. And, and hopefully that who, I think it's Abbott that makes uh, Abbott that makes the uh, super fast mm-hmm. uh, test, the, the yep. 15 minute yep. test. Hopefully Have they're cranked the, up. Developed a mask sterilization system that didn't exist before. And the record yeah. and pace at which these things have been both developed and approved by our bureaucratic, red tape filled government is astonishing. And I think it's largely driven by the president. Buckle up, you guys. Buckle up. Because I, I got some serious bitching to do about the, the left and the media, and the New York Times, and <laughs> CNN. Buckle up for that. I hate these people. And then, and don't let me forget, I'm just saying this out loud, because I don't want to forget to say it. All Everything that's coming out with the FBI, and uh, AG uh, Barr, Big Billy Barr, and what he's doing. Oh, that interview. What, oh. what the FBI knew, and what he n- knew it. And there was a person on Facebook and I, I, I just want to make sure that we're clear. Hopefully, they're a listener to the podcast. But like, uh, Barr was giving a uh, uh, an interview to Laura Ingram. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to get off on it. I don't want to get. I still. There's so much more like juicy, juicy COVID stuff. But Bill Barr was like, "Hey, yeah, they knew it. They they did this, and they they started this whole investigation, and these things had zero merit." And I posted that on Facebook, and somebody was like, "Yeah, we knew that." And I'm like, "Hey, no, guys." The reason I posted it is because, like, this is the first time. These are the results of the findings. He has looked into it. Okay, so now there's officially no merit. That's why. That's why I posted the story. Well, yeah, okay. because until until this week or late last week, excuse me, um, the sections that showed just how much there was no basis were redacted. Mm-hmm. And Grassley and Grassley and Johnson, I think, have been trying to get those sections unredacted for a while finally happened and yeah what it basically said was the fbi knew long before mueller came into the picture that there was a significant risk that all of the information in the dossier was russian disinformation yes okay so of course so they redacted it we are uh we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves i, I know spend a i'm few sorry more no 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 me too it's like it's it's exciting to me and it's always like when you think about a magician, it's it's always sleight of hand. Look over here, and then oh, what's that other hand doing? So I don't want to forget that there's still, even with uh, the Wuhan right here on our radar, there are still other things uh, going on. Now here's, you've probably seen this study. Maybe our listeners haven't heard about it. The uh, Iceland. I love the country of Iceland. Yes. I can stand up up there. Uh, wonderful people, very small population. The, the entire country, I guess, is the population is like Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's so like they've been 350,000 people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just a wonderful place. But they've been, been able to do a lot of testing, a lot of mm-hmm. testing for the entire country. And they have found, and this is a, this is a mixed message here. That of the people who tested positive, it's like 10% of their population, I believe. Mm-hmm. But the people randomly who... Sampled, but randomly sampled, which makes it valid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So of the people who tested positive, half of them had no symptoms. Yep. Just, just no symptoms. They're just walking around uh, spreading this sucker. So I don't think, to me, it doesn't sound like our uh, shelter-in-place plan is going to work. I don't well, think that's because people there's no way there's there's 
three hundred and what fifty million of us, you're not going to be able to come on. You're a moron, and that's and that everybody here. We don't have enough tests. We need more tests. We need more tests. Listen, you can wishes and butts were were uh, candy and nuts. It'd be Christmas time tomorrow. I don't think you're ever going to have three hundred and sixty million uh, COVID tests. And well, by the time you get them all out, it'll all be over. When we come back from the break, because I think we're going to go into one here shortly, I'll give you a second piece of information that if you put the two of them together, I think actually falls into the good news category. I love it. I love uh, the whole good news. And, oh my gosh, and the media and their uh, hydroxychloroquine thing just continues on and more studies are coming in about that which is another big hunk of, in, in my opinion, uh, good news. It's all wonderful. So we're going to talk that, some more FBI, a bunch more uh, COVID. We're going to have some fun with some conspiracy theories. I don't want to frighten anybody, but they're just so much fun. They're so much fun. So there's a lot more show. Stick around. We will be right back. There's nothing more predictable in life than the unexpected. Lightning will always strike. Hail will fall on roofs. Fortunately, there's AAA. AAA has been helping members stay prepared for over a 100 years. So when unusual storms, fall in debris, or sudden leaks happen, you'll be covered. Check, check, and check. Get the home and auto insurance you need by talking with a AAA insurance agent today. Visit AAA.com slash insurance or stop by your local AAA store. As a small business owner, you deserve more. More confidence, more connectivity, more of the tools that help your business thrive. And at Cox Business, you can expect more from us. We don't just have sales reps. We have perfect plan identifiers. People who will work with you to make sure your business gets everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't. Your business deserves more. And that's why you can expect more from Cox Business. Call 800-526-8572 to switch today. We're back. I, I was going to do a, a silly voice that I opted out of it. I was going to be Conspiracy Theory Jones. Uh, I don't even know. It's it's just silly. So we're, we're going to spend some more time on, on the, the COVID. There's so much uh, bad information, mixed information, weird information. The thing that I keep coming back to, and I think this this might be where you were going, because I know you're, you're a very uh, smart gypsy. And you're a well-studied gypsy, and you you write fantastic articles and all that other stuff. It feels to me, I know we've discussed this on the show, and I'm just going off of anecdotal evidence, off of little mini Facebook polls and stuff. It seems like this thing hit a lot sooner than people think. I think this thing's been around a lot longer. I know you and I are in a bit of a a chat group in our our regular, everyday, normal lives. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of numbers about the flu, and I don't know if this is where you were going, yes, but it looks like totally the... where I'm going. Fantastic, fantastic. We're 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 all synced up. We're we're on a, the same psychic plane. But the flu numbers were huge this year. Well, were it huge. wasn't just the flu. Actually, wasn't flu-like illness was. Yes, yes, yes. So when when you look at the CDC's own reporting, okay, they monitor. Two things that I'm looking at, and I've been saying for a week, week and a half, you got to back up the seed date or none of this about the model makes sense. You're looking at the wrong time frame. Right. And I've just thought that because of where we ended up being, it was almost like it was already in a plateau, even in the cities that were hit hard. So, really? and it, especially when you look at the experience of California. Okay, the, yes. their case rate has never gone up, and everybody's like, "Oh, they've done a wonderful job in social distancing." Really, because they started three days before New York. Yeah, yeah. So that this whole our our social distancing is working is just you're being gaslit by Fauci and Burks. That's not not what's doing it. That was 
that was factored into the model when it was created. Now, okay? just quickly, quickly, you, you'll have to admit there is a big difference between the way people are stacked on top of one another in New York and Los Angeles. As I mean, contagious just, as this thing is, I don't think it matters. In Los Angeles, people are out in restaurants. They're out in... I mean, there's still a ton of of face to face social networking. Maybe you're not hitting the button on an elevator quite as often, and you might not be getting on the subways. But to me, that still doesn't explain the difference between a forty per thousand case rate and a three per thousand case rate. Okay. Okay. I mean, L. A. basically has the same case rate as Georgia. Uh, yeah, it's just I'm I'm just telling you. Uh, re- regardless, I think I don't want to get sidetracked on this uh, other point. I think the 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 big picture is it has been here longer, and yeah. L.A. might have a greater uh, herd immunity. Absolutely. So if you take a look at what the CDC calls flu-like illness, influenza-like illness monitoring, mm-hmm. this is the percent of doctors' visits that are attributed to like illness and it's monitored throughout the country right yes. we yes. had three distinct spikes one in california and on the west coast <laughs> yeah and then one everywhere else pretty much and then a third one when the news about covid hit the hit the airwaves and people were going and trying to access tests if they had a cold let's say right yeah. So you can clearly see where the dates go that there were three waves of these flu-like illnesses. Okay, when you look at the reporting from commercial labs for the nasal swabs that test for the flu, because you get tested the same way for the flu that you do for COVID, right? I did not know that. Yep. Swab goes up the nose, they yank it out, and they send it to the lab. They actually can do a quick test, like the Abbott test on it, and if it tests positive, then it goes to a lab to figure out what kind of flu, so that the CDC can figure out what kind of flu is floating around, and they can predict what might come next year and develop a vaccine. Gotcha. Gotcha. They're trying to figure out which strains are out there early, so we can update our vaccine. So, of the commercial laboratories, only 19% of the flu tests for flu-like illness were positive for the entire season. I don't understand. So you go to the doctor and you have a fever and a cough and runny nose. You think you, and, think you have the you think you have the flu, but it's really COVID nineteen. You think you have the flu. They do the flu tests, and only nineteen percent of the flu tests are positive. What are the other eighty-one percent? Some portion I of them. Getcha. Some portion of them have got to be what? (laughs) Yeah, the Wuhan. The Wuhan. Wow. Okay. And if you look, if you look, if you look at the other monitoring that the CDC does, and really, somebody should have their head chopped off at the CDC for not picking up on this model to begin with. Um, Okay, not really chopped off. I say head should roll. How's that? Yes. Um, if you look at what they call PNI deaths, which is deaths due to pneumonia and influenza, it goes up epidemic levels starting in the beginning of above epidemic levels of the percent of deaths due to pneumonia and influenza starting in early December. Okay. And so COVID mimics pneumonia on a chest x-ray. Yeah. And we had epidemic level deaths. Yeah. And See, if you now, know that COVID takes two weeks to evidence systems and deaths lag infections, um, I'm saying we're looking at five months of community spread, not two and a half. This, this, Cena, this goes, this goes right into my, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, get out your tinfoil, put on your hats. This goes to my uh, conspiracy theory. This goes to my uh, the little movie uh, that plays in my head about someone who's planning a, a bad, bad thing, uh, and then a, then a hero arises because there's always a hero in these movies. I've I'm, and I'm sure you've heard that there's two strains of this thing, right? There's the L and yeah. the S. Okay, 
uh, S. If you get if you get the S, it's it's uncomfortable. It's like a regular flu. You get better, but then you're immune. You're immune to to or it's L. Nothing. I'm sorry. The S is all can also be asymptomatic. That's the yeah, that yeah. It's S is a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. You get S, and you're you're immune to S and L. So, um, there's a there's a, a there's a piece of me that <laughs> the conspiracy theory is this. Here's here's my conspiracy theory that uh, it it got out of the lab in in, in the Wuhan. It got oh, out of the lab. Or it either it either escaped or it was released or, or whatever. There's there's missing lab workers. That that part isn't uh, a conspiracy theory. Uh, and, and now if I'm if I'm in China and I'm high up on the on the the chain, I go listen. There is no time. There's no time to do anything else. We have to expose everybody to S. We have to give we have to give everybody the S as soon as we can. So I guess for herd immunity, you need like 80% of the population. So what you want is people out there infecting people with S faster than the people with L are. Mm-hmm. And, and you see these pictures of, and these, they're, there's, I don't know. I don't even know what they're spraying in, uh, this is so dumb conspiracy theory whole, but like the, they're oh. marching down the streets in China with these foggers and they're just spraying, spraying, spraying. And man, I'm telling you, if that's me, if I'm, and, and this is what I always do when I, when I write, when I write, when I create and whatever, I go, what if this was real? So listen, if I'm in, in charge of China, it's a no brainer. Give everybody S, give everyone S, uh, right away. And I'm, t- and I think, I'm I'm almost ready to do it here. I'm almost ready to do that here. Just like, hey, let's just have a COVID need COVID-19 strain S uh makeout sessions. Let's just play I I've advocated COVID parties like we used to have chicken pox parties. I'm I'm right there with you. I'm well, right there with you. Can I add a little tinfoil to your hat? Please do. Please do. Okay, there is a woman named Shi Zhengli. That yeah, is. I like this story. Okay, that is that uh, really left-leaning organizations are trying to make some heroin out of because supposedly she finished sequencing the genes for the new coronavirus on January 2nd. I would mm-hmm. propose to you she didn't need to because she and her team created them in 2015. She is known as the Bat Lady. Okay? Mm-hmm. There is a particular protein, and when you guys see the picture, it looks like a golf ball with a bunch of golf tees stuck in it. Love it. Okay. Those golf tees are called an S protein. That is the key that unlocks the human cell and, and lets the virus go in. She's gotcha. been playing with those proteins since the original SARS outbreak. In 2015, there is a published paper from her and her team about a virus they theorized and created using these proteins, right, that they tested in mice. It killed the old mice. It didn't kill the young mice. Uh, so... Another, another, well, mice are used as proxies for humans because of our similar genetics and similar right, aging right, right. process. Right, right, right. So, so, so what are we, get to the meat. Get to the meat. So the meat is this. In that study, it says that this virus that they created affects what's called on the bo- cells on the body of, or on the outside of your cell, the AC, ACE2 receptor, right? Yes. Guess what got published here within the last day or two? That study. We now think coronavirus may affect the ACE2 receptor because we think there's fluid leakage out of the capillaries in the blood vessels that is causing the fluid accumulation in the lungs. You you lost me. You lost me. You got so, you, you seriously. You, know, you have to like go fast and and okay, talk like you're okay. talking to an the, idiot. The, like li- li- okay, literally. So we'll just call it the ACE receptor, right? Like ACE of spades. 
Yeah. It's on your cells. The ace it, of spades. It allows the virus to un- it allowed the virus that this woman engineered in her lab to unlock the cell, go in, and make photocopies of itself. So it can kill old people. It killed old mice. It didn't kill young mice. <laughs> right, but that, now you have a thing that kills literally. So, so she, so the conspiracy theory is this: she fa- she found out this thing, uh, and it exclusively kills old people. So mm-hmm. she's into it, right? That's some James Bond stuff. See no, how? I, I think it got out by accident, and I think they've been covering it up because you can't tell me that China. With all of its scientists and all of its doctors and all of its tentacles into the research communities in other countries, when they were having patients, you can't tell me that they didn't figure out this wasn't a disease of the lung. It's actually a disease of the blood. Yes. Oh. And you can't, you can't tell me they didn't know that ventilators don't work and we're yes. just finding this stuff out now. They yes. have hidden... Everything about this disease that would flag it back to that lab and what that woman was working on. And her next research step was to do it on monkeys. And the U.S. cut off funding for the study. Well, good. Well, good. Well, the other interesting thing is if you were creating a virus in a lab just to see what it would do. Right. Why Uh would you be simultaneously trialing several vaccines against it? Yeah, well, you have to make sure that's like Batman always has that kryptonite bullet just in case Superman goes crazy. If you're going to be researching this stuff, you need to be able to know how to cure it unless you're planning on selling the cure. That's the real. That's it right there. That is. And that's when we start getting into what did they do? We gave them when this outbreak happened, we gave them doses of remdesivir. Is made by Gilead in Northern California. Okay. Gotcha. The Chinese tried to patent it. So well, that's that no they good. had the cure. Yeah, I, I I go to like when I go to James Bond territory and you think of Spectre and the and the big evil, you you have to go to uh you know the the, <laughs> the new world order. Right, there will be one government. There will be one that, that whole thing. That whole thing. Well, and uh, it just—I don't—I don't know. I don't. They uh, couldn't. They couldn't pull off the benevolent country scheme, right? With a cure, because they didn't have it, which is why I think this getting out was accidental. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. And it. The Wuhan lab was three hundred feet. From the market. Yes. The market Which, had no bats. No, no. And that's what Tucker was saying on his program a couple weeks ago. Well, and if you look at the early publication of this unknown pneumonia that was going on, over one third of the patients had no tie to the market, had never been there. And yes. China excluded them from the reporting. Yeah, it's uh, we'll have to get into all of this stuff as we move forward because it's like you can't just to to not go down this this road again, uh, and and it's like you're a smart person, I'm I'm close to a I think I'm average of intelligence, and and I'm figuring this stuff out, but it's like I just don't see. So why is like why are like you know this is what it is like if you're Dr. Fauci and and Dr. Burks or whatever and you're you're all these these very learned people uh, and you can see the handwriting on the wall and and you know that like you need you need herd immunity in order to in, in order like we're all just we're all we're, we're literally wasting time we're wasting time we need eighty percent of the population to be immune. That's just it. That's just it. So I guess the the, the thing is they don't want to overwhelm the hospitals, and I can kind of dig that. But we need a plan, and I'm not talking about a vaccine, Jack. I'm not talking about – because, I mean, literally what I'm talking about kind of is a vaccine if, you, if everybody just gets, uh, you know, the, the strain S. 
but that that will effectively render this virus because it'll it'll never stop. It'll never stop. These things are coming out of uh, China on, on a regular basis. And and I and for the life of me, I don't understand why people are dragging their feet on the hydroxychloroquine. I, I that one is just a uh, a head scratcher. This new poll, this new thing uh, came out where they uh, they polled over like six thousand uh, doctors, like legit doctors globally. Like, what do you what would you recommend for for people who have uh, the Wuhan, the, the COVID-19? And overwhelmingly, they're like uh, hydroxychloroquine. That's what you give them. That's what you give them. And people have to beg for this. There was that Democratic uh, lawmaker in Michigan who had to send her husband out. She's like, I'm going to tap out. Uh, this thing's going to kill me. I'm going to tap out. You got to get that stuff Trump was talking about. He did. She got better. Like, I don't see why. Everyone is just thinking like what we, we cannot shelter in place forever. We we certainly can't. So well, to me, the simplest way out of this is like okay, everybody get gets in gets an S. Like you're talking, we'll have we'll have sleepovers. We'll play seven minutes in heaven. You find somebody, you know, go over to Tom Hanks' house. Let's do that. <laughs> These people want to help. These people want to help. Let's let's get Rita Wilson on the job. Let's get Tom Hanks on the job. Well. I'll, I'll give you a little more about the whole hydroxy thing when we come back from break, but it has been a point of frustration for me that I can't even begin to articulate. Yeah, and, and I'll just say this uh, before we let go of the conspiracy theory, only to rejoin it after the commercial. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I don't think it's about money. There's no way it's about money. There's other ways to make money. Like people always go, oh yeah, then they're gonna sell the cure. Well, yes, that's that's a good that's a good hunk of change. That's a good hunk of change it, if you're selling the cure. It, it wasn't ahead. about money. It was about global hegemony. Hegemony. So they wanted hegemony means influence. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So China yeah, yeah. sees itself as united states better they should be the dominant world power this is the view of the communist chinese regime so yes. if there's this horrible virus that everyone is suffering with and china comes out oh we can help then they look like the benevolent country that they want to be viewed as and they get more global influence and you're more you're less likely as a nation to look at all the ugly stuff they do, like kill Uyghur Muslims and take their organs and sell them. Yes, and I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that because you remind me of something that I used to say about uh, the war in Iraq and about uh, the the situation in, in the Middle East and all this stuff. America, and what, here's what the West has. Here's what the West has. We have a virus of our own, and it's our culture. It's our culture. And as long as we can keep spreading that and not let up, as long as we can keep spreading that, um, these these uh, dictatorships and these these communist countries uh, will will go away. That's how we that's how we get them with uh, literally with 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 freedom of speech, with laughing, with uh, with boobs. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. It's, it's booze and boobs and laughs. And we will come back right after this with some of that. With some of that. You'll have to use your imagination on the booze. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. 
Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! In other news, before I forget to say it, before I forget to say it, because this is kind of big. This is kind of big. Remember the uh, the Trump Tower meeting with uh, Don Jr. and that uh, that Russian lady? And everybody's like, oh, what were they talking about there? What were they talking about up there? Oh, that's proof. That's proof. Well, the uh, the translator that was that was present in that meeting, who is no fan of uh, the, the, the Trump family, I guess, and whatever. But but he backed up Don Jr., Way, 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 way back. Yep. Way back. And the FBI knew about it, and everybody knew about it, and Mueller knew about it, but it wasn't included in his report. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a big deal. That's kind of a big deal uh, well, for when me. You add it, when you add it to the redactions that were in mm-hmm. the Horowitz report and what the FBI knew and when, yes, um, even bigger deal. And so what I got... I love Bill Barr. I have to say. Um, Why don't you marry him? <laughs> I'm just uh-huh. saying, as far as an attorney general, he has been spot on on the quarantine craziness. And the DOJ has already gone after governments, local and state, who seem to be charged or going after people of faith specifically and prohibiting them from gathering when other gatherings are not prohibited. So he he's... He's got absolutely in that interview with Ingram, he's got exactly the right perspective on civil liberties versus public health. So I really like that. But the other thing I noticed was in that interview, um, he was very clear. There was no hesitation in him saying, you know, this investigation happened and there was no basis for it. He knows. He never says anything until he's got it in his pocket. I, I could not agree with you more. It's like that dude, uh, he measures twice, he cuts once, he nope. checks his weapon, he makes sure it's fully loaded. They have got, I, I, they are ready to go. They are ready to go. I'm uh, not holding Captain my Harris, breath, but he definitely knows, he knows what's up. I Here's my prediction. It's kind of gloom and doom. I don't think there's going to be jail time. I really don't. I don't think there's going to be jail time for anybody, but they're going to look closely at how this happened. It was a danger. We got to we got to shout this stuff to the mountaintop. Catherine Herridge, who used to be over at Fox and who's now over at CBS. And she's just fantastic. She's just an old school reporter. Uh, she's she's got, you know, FISA footnotes in the the FBI, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they knew they knew that the Steele dossier was nothing but disinformation. They knew that from Jump Street. Uh, but they decided to go forward. This is the oh. stuff, like, as, as we go through the whole uh, COVID and all this stuff, like, we've also got to remember that this is looking more and more uh, like we have the proof to a, uh, a soft coup about this whole thing. And then you got, uh, you got, uh, so, so CBS news actually ran with a, a bit of the story. They, they did a little bit of a uh, cover, but you've got, uh, Jim Jordan, our, uh, our guy from Ohio. And he tweeted this out last night and I didn't want to respond over Twitter. I wanted to save it for the cast. He, this is his tweet. The FBI got played. The FBI got played. The steel dossier was Russian disinformation. We suspect that Comey, McCabe, Baker, Stroke, and Page knew all along, but they didn't care because they were out to get the president. And and it it made me uh, a little angry. It made me a little angry. It made me a little angry, too, and you know what will make you even angrier? He he starts off, no, he starts off with, the FBI got played. Dude, no, they didn't. None of your next sentence. None of your next sentence is, Uh-oh. we suspect that Comey, McCabe, Baker, Stroke, and Page knew all alone. along. That's not getting played, my man. That's the farthest from getting played. Go ahead. What do you got? Well, you know what will make even matter? Yes. What? Is if you go back and look at the actual redactions and look at the texts between Stroke and Page in the same time frame. They're screwed. 
I uh, this is one of those, and I always, I always, this is my soapbox. When and we talked about this about that that dude from uh, whatever. Uh, when you got people who are nominated to the Supreme Court, and then people come out and they start lying about him, oh, he did this, he did that, he did this, mm-hmm. and you know they're lying. Those people have to go to jail to yep. to make sure people don't do it in the future. Like what happened to that guy in uh, what was that Missouri uh, that yeah. we were talking yeah, about yeah. on the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the like, governor. listen, uh, this is this is very important, you guys. When unelected officials, when unelected officials decide that they know best what's for the for the country. And they start running around and going, no, 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 we'll keep going on with this investigation because it, it makes our decision. Because then we'll get the outcome we want. That's that's no bueno. That's no bueno. And I would even say bigger than COVID. It's right up uh-huh. there. It's it's right up there. And then uh, here's another one. Like all these other stories. Like and this is not to depress people, but uh, this is according to the the, the federal government that. million mail-in ballots went missing in 2016 and 2018 elections. What? Yes. That is an article uh, that came out a day ago, and it's on Breitbart. It's on Breitbart. The Judicial Watch? Uh, Breitbart. Okay. I'll have to go look that up. I want to see who compiled that information. Uh, yes, this is uh, an article that the headline in, in Breitbart is federal data, 16.4 million mail-in ballots went missing in 2016 and 2018 elections. Uh, that's no hmm. bueno. That's no, no bueno. bueno. And, and mail-in got, voting does not make me happy. That we can never allow. And, and we've got a clerk, uh, in Michigan, a city clerk in Michigan, has been charged with changing ballots when you've got whoever has access to those ballots. I, I have never wanted voter ID more in my life. I never, you get to you get to come in, you show your ID. Yep, I'm a citizen. You vote once, you go home. Mm-hmm. This whole uh, we can vote by mail, and then oh well, there, there there's uh, there's the outcome of the election. But you know what? We should send people to canvas these neighborhoods just to make sure everybody voted. Nope. No way. Will not be doing uh, the ballot harvesting. That will not be happening. And just so you guys know, there's another little... uh, CBS did it uh, a while back, and uh, CNN did it the other day when they were trying to pass some legislation to get more money to help small businesses, and the Democrats said, no, 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 no. Uh, CNN ran the headline, pretty much, I'm paraphrasing, that, you know, Democrats stop, you know aid package <clears throat> and then somebody picked up the phone and goes no 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 you can't that can't be the headline on CNN so uh, like an hour later they changed it to you know democrats and republicans can't reach a consensus on blah 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 so it's just uh, that's the bad news that's the bad news all the way around and things that we have to still keep our eye on the world does keep spinning uh and and i don't want to spend too much time on it but boy, oh boy, if, if you're listening to this and, and you have uh, the symptoms, I, I, this is what I plan on doing, you guys. I, I'm going to be uh, stomping my feet. Give me the hydroxychloroquine like now. Like oh, yeah. Now. And these people are always, <clears throat> and this is another funny, funny part in my video called uh, Quarantine Questions, the new normal. When they talk about, oh, the side effects. Who, Trump, he's not a doctor. He's not a doctor. He hasn't even mentioned the side effects. What about the possible side effects? And you look at the side effects and it's like, mm, diarrhea, nausea, headache, dizziness. I'm like, all of those I can live with. I can live with all of those. Because guess what? I get to live. The ugly side effects only come with long-term use and there are things like blindness and cardiac problems and that's what the media is hanging their hat on except the protocol is only five days so anybody who can read knows better yes well that's it is it is uh fear 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 oh my gosh here's here's the other thing with that whole thing and i just have to say this because i've been pretty supportive of dr burks and dr fauci yeah up to this point okay yes Understanding that the COVID-19 virus um, 
hijacks the little trucks on your red blood cells that carry mm-hmm. oxygen. Okay. Which is the same thing the malaria parasite does. Okay. Yes. And understanding hydroxychloroquine protects the cell, your body's cell, in malaria treatment. It doesn't kill the parasite. Okay. It also protects your body's cell in COVID. It doesn't kill the virus. Nobody ever said it did. Nobody ever thought it would. Okay. So now that we understand more about what COVID actually does, not only does hydroxychloroquine open your cell doors and let zinc in to stop the virus from photocopying, it actually stops the virus from hijacking your blood's ability to carry oxygen, which is actually why people are having trouble. They're not having trouble breathing. Their red blood cells are being robbed of the tractor trailer that carries the oxygen. Yeah, it's uh, you're buying time. You're you're yes. buying time for your body to beat the thing, and you're making sure that the COVID army is much smaller than your army. Because exactly. if both if both armies get too big, your body's army will win. Will win, but the side effect is you drown. Right. And so, so the reason I'm so mad at Fauci is because Fauci knows this. Yes. And he will not say it to the media. He will not give them the reason about the disease and the reason about how the medication works that we think it might be effective if given early in treatment. Instead, they're doing double blinds when people are hooked up to ventilators. And by then, this is probably not the right treatment. I'm not saying it would never work, but the chances go down significantly. Instead of getting it to doctors and instructing them how to give it outpatient, the minute one of those tests come back positive in five minutes. That is the part that drives me. So then I always think too, okay, so that's, listen, I'm just going off of what I see happening. What I see happening. Uh, hydroxychloroquine appears to work. It appears to work very well. We know how it works in malaria. We know the success rate, yada, yada, yada. Why in the world is there the, 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 the demonizing of this stuff? It's you look at you see these headlines and you see these news reports and they make it sound like well you're gonna it's gonna be death by hydro hydroxychloroquine I gotta it's gonna be and and like and criminal uh, misleading a uh, guy in Arizona took it he's dead guy guy in Arizona took some he's dead that was fish tank cleaner like why would you even why would you it's it's beyond negligent it's beyond gross you you are they're literally oh golly my apologies for that. But you're you're killing people. You're killing people. So what is the uh, the upside to that for for Fauci and and these other learned people? Unless there's a big hunk of information I'm missing. Unless there's a really really big hunk of information that I'm missing, because it can't be about it, it can't be about something as small as money. It can't be that people can find other ways of getting rich. It has to be. This is we're we're back into conspiracy theory land here. Uh, it has to be a, a much much bigger thing. Like oh, and I, I go to I, I I don't even want to say it out loud. I don't even want to say it out loud because it is. I, I'll say it out loud. Do it. I have a real problem when Dr. Fauci is parroting Bill Gates. See. <laughs> Here we go again. Here we go again. You guys, okay. just like, no, just like, just like when I did a little bit of, uh, you know, a buddy of mine was like, hey, look into this guy. And I look into the dude from the, the, the World Health Organization. I'm like, holy crap, he's not even a doctor. He's not even a doctor. Boy, the, the Bill Gates thing. Here's a little nugget for you. And <laughs> I didn't know this. I didn't know this okay, about Bill well, Gates. I always thought he was like a little rapscallion who grew up on the tough side of the street, you know, and just by his own no. moxie and hard work. No. 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 The no. lap he, dro- of the- he dropped out, but it wasn't because he needed money. Yes. And his yeah. dad, his dad was uh, was well-connected and was Mr. Planned Parenthood uh-huh. before Roe versus Wade. Uh-huh. What? Okay, what? okay. First of all, 
Okay, Bill Gates is still a zero population guy. That's like so 1970s, it's not even funny. Um, so net zero means if you and you have a spouse, you have two kids and just replace yourselves. That's it. Zero population growth. Globally. Yes. So that's why he's a huge production proponent of contraception and everything else globally. Okay, that's a lot of what his foundation does. The other thing, and this just kills me, so he wants net zero population growth, but he's big on vaccines to stop people from getting sick. Yes. So he's a huge vaccine person, but so there's Bill Gates, who I'm sorry, looks insane, well he doesn't sound like, looks just like Woody Allen at this point, which really creeps me out. Okay. Furious. The moose was furious. Go ahead. That was my okay. Him. Go look at his recent videos. Tell me he does not look like him. Oh, he does. I'm. You, listen, I'm, I'm not arguing with you. Um, <laughs> when he's saying on video on his own Twitter feed, you know, I'm thinking we're going to need a digital certificate of COVID immunity for travel and for this and for that. And then I hear Fauci say the same thing. I'm done with both of them. That is uh, right where I am, too. This is, uh, uh, I, yeah, I don't, me. I'm, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to go over the edge here, but, uh, cause like, you know, there's that whole stigma with the anti-vaxxers and all that stuff, but I have uh, no problem with a vaccine necessarily once it's proven safe and effective. I've had vaccines my entire life. I want, here's the problem, we don't have the time. We don't have the time because I'm going to want, like, I need to know that you're not injecting something into uh, every American that is going to sterilize half the population. That's my that's my thing. You got a guy who's like, well, we got to watch the population growth. We got to watch the population growth. Here's what we do. You get everybody to line up to get this shot because this will save them from the disease. However, there's also going to be a little hee-hee in here that affects, uh, you know, your your sperm count or you know, whatever. I mean, that's, I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy. That's but why like, I'm super happy that Trump is pushing the antibody test because you know who I think had the COVID in December? Who? Me. Oh, listen. I traveled internationally. I came back from the Dominican Republic and I was sick as a dog. I couldn't yes. breathe. <laughs> yeah. There, so uh, if the... I have the antibodies as far as giving me a vaccine, all the middle fingers. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm uh... so glad the president pushed for that because they didn't <clears throat> seem super motivated to do it. And 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 I and I I, I want to do a little bit of uh, um, a pivot here, just because I want to make sure we give this enough time. But the whole like uh, civil liberties thing, and like people who've had it, people who have had it and got over it, you guys need to be out and about. You need to be out and about uh, spreading it. And that's why when these when these people, uh, and, and we're, we're starting to see who the real you know, fascists are in this whole thing. They always called Trump Hitler. He's nothing compared to uh, the the governor in, in Michigan and the governor in, in Kentucky. And listen, if people want to go to church, if people want to go to church, they can go to church. And and yes. if, if, if somebody has the 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 COVID, well then there you have it. You you knew you listen, you you're a a, a grown person. This is uh this is America and the government doesn't give you rights. You have these rights. You got these you 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 were born with these rights. Um, the only thing the government's there is to protect uh, protect those rights for you. But if people want to go to church, you can go to church. If you want to go to the uh if you want to go outside and walk around, if you want to play a game of a T-ball with your kid, uh, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that. This is really really uh people are way overstepping. Uh, right now way oh, and I, I mean specifically targeting churches <clears throat> like literally there was a pastor i believe somewhere in louisiana who was having drive-in church so people yes. were staying in their cars he was using a microphone and they all got in trouble yeah so you can go park 
without any distancing requirements at Walmart and go right. into the store, but you yeah. can't drive up to where you can hear your pastor preach and stay in your car. I that's have a some, huge problem That's some that. craziness. Yes, I have a ginormous problem with that. So uh, keep your eye out. Keep your eye out for stuff like that. And um, yeah, paddle boarders and people playing catch and people out for walks and people who want to go to church and, you know, all of that stuff. And like, they're, it's, uh, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, we, and I'll end with this. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll start to wrap it up with this. And this is just a, a personal, not, not even personal, just, a, just uh, John Prine. I don't know if you know who John Prine was. Uh, but he's one, he was, a, in my opinion, a, a fiercely original, super American talent. He was a singer, songwriter, weirdo, quirky, odd. Uh, you, you might have <clears throat> heard one of his songs, uh, Sam Stone, I think, was a, was a big one for him. And Angel from, from Montgomery was a big one. I did a little article about it at theloftestparty.com. There's some videos there, but just he was battling some health issues uh, before, but he's one of those guys, <clears throat> excuse me, who never really, I think, got the accolades. Everyone in Nashville, if you were, he was he was an important, important guy uh, and, and a, a fiercely American uh, singer-songwriter who could just, just beautiful stuff, and I'm, I'm bummed uh, I'm bummed that he passed. That's uh, that's some bad news. Here's some good news. Here's some good news. In the midst of all this stuff, in the midst of all this, while the whole FBI and the COVID and all that stuff, Space Force continues on. Oh, Space good. Force continues on. And Trump just gave the green light uh, to start mining the moon. We are going to start mining the moon. Uh, which means getting people up there. Uh, and there was a big article in Bloomberg magazine because they're talking about mining asteroids as well. Because before there was like this gentleman's agreement: "Hey, we won't do that. We won't do that." Then that's idiotic. We need to get we need to get back up there. And there was a big article in Bloomberg magazine: "Well, you could you could have uh, uh, an asteroid of uh, full of gold, and uh, if you bring it back, it's not going to be worth it. It's not about the money, morons." It's not about the money. You go back up. Yes, you can find some cool. Yes, we're going to need. Listen, if you if you like your electric car and if you like all that stuff, well, you're going to need some more lithium. You're going to need a boatload more lithium. You're going to need silver. You will need the precious metals. But it's about getting pockets of humanity off this planet and surviving on the moon and surviving on Mars. And because you're doing that, I mean, if you think about the pioneers who were crossing this country in covered wagons, and yeah, that seems crazy now. That seems crazy now. That's where we are with space travel, in my opinion. Like these, but once there's once there's a little bit of a toehold, once there's a little bit of some money, there's some resources you need, then you can really uh, start to go out amongst the stars and and grow. We're explorers. We are explorers. We take risks. We go out and we do stuff. And that's why this whole uh, quarantine thing is like everybody's playing ball. Everybody's playing ball for now. For about another week. I, I think you're right. I would agree with that. I think we're probably – if this there's, – there's, there's pressure building. The, 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 the governments are overstepping and they're sending out cops to, to give people tickets for going to church – it won't we, you're going to have to release some of the pressure on this valve and and you, uh -uh. You, you tell me you tell me that these people uh are essential oh well so however they're doing in the grocery store however they're they're staying safe at the grocery store we can do that where i work too what's the problem yeah. with that well there's a couple things i do love about all of this though I seriously hmm. hope Gretchen Whitmer is still on the short list to be Joe Biden's running mate because her own state hates her now, so that's a slam dunk for us in Michigan. She has barred people from buying, like, seeds if they're ready to plant their garden. She has barred people from buying baby seeds 
I car saw seat for babies. I like, saw so that. So if you go to the hospital and have a baby, you can't bring it home. Yeah, I, I saw that she had gone so far uh, in her little uh, power grab that she's like, "I'm going to shut down sections of Lowe's. I'm going to I'm going to shut down these sections because these aren't essential." So Lowe's is open. Lowe's is work. It's open for business, but oh, close down the tiling and the and the nursery. People don't need to. That's whatever. That's you can only plant a garden at certain points in the year. So we're in the middle of a pandemic. Where you told us <laughs> a food food supply could be in a concern if it goes on too long, and you don't want people making their own food. Yes, it's nutty. All right, you guys. Uh, I'm doing one of those stay-at-home specials for Fox Nation. I started – listen, I'm not going to do a thing. I'm not going to risk it for the biscuit in terms of doing this all in one shot. I'm not going to do like a half-hour live streaming that they'll tape because I'm going to have my friends involved. There will be special guests. Brian Hayner is definitely going to be doing uh, uh, something for it. I think Reno Collier uh, might also be doing something for it. A couple of other guests that I don't want to announce now. Uh, looks like they're going to be doing it. Uh, and these are people of note. Uh, there's a, a wonderful uh, Nashville uh, singer-songwriter uh, that that might be joining us as well. It's going to be big. It's going to be it's going to be fun. That'll be on Fox Nation uh, on Friday, unless they change their mind at the last minute. <laughs> And they look at the footage and they go, are you crazy? So I'm excited about that. Uh, at first I wasn't, I was like, this is going to go bad. But now I'm just like, I, I got, I'm one of those people where it's like the challenge of it. Can you do it? Can you be funny from your living room in the middle of nobody and blah, blah, blah? Can you and your friends? And so uh, I'm doing it. I shot some stuff last night. It cracked me up. I think it's going to be really funny. So awesome. next Sunday, uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that because that'll be that'll be uh, that'll be out, and then we'll have our and we'll know more next week about our little American quarantine pressure cooker, and if we're able to uh, release some pressure from it. But so stay safe. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, this is like the new sign off that everybody's doing. Stay safe. Stay safe. Listen. Uh, do the best you can. That's 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 my sign off. Do the best you can. Try to remember not to touch your face. Try to remember to wash your hands. Try to remember to stay away from people. Do the best you can. But for the love of God, you still got to live your life. It's the Loftus Party. Go to theloftusparty.com. Sign in. You can post stuff. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go to iTunes. Leave us some stars. Uh, and together, we shall beat the algorithm. 